Sheboygan's Rock Station, 106.5 The Buzz on the phone this afternoon fighting Saturday night UFC 216 in the main event interim lightweight championship on the line. Tony Ferguson, how you doing, man? Absolutely amazing. That was a great intro. I have to say that was probably the best one of the morning. That was awesome. Thank you. Well, what can I say? You know, Bruce Buffer can't keep doing it forever, so, uh, you know, maybe you can put a word in for me. I got a resume and stuff. Ah! And the crowd goes wild. Ah, going crazy. Uh, I like it, man. All right, so how has camp been going so far, getting ready for uh, getting a shot at the belt? The camp has been amazing, man. I-, I was a mountain man for a long time. Went out to Big Bear, build my camp again like a crazy guy, uh, like a genius that I am, and brought all the mats. I told my team, I was like, check this out. You guys get to come up here and kick my ass again. So it was uh, pretty interesting to see how many people jumped at the opportunity to come up there and kick my ass. It was <laughs> Awesome. You, um, you know, my, my team is great. That, that would be the kind of thing if you just asked random people on the street. Most would say no, Tony. Um. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, my team my team trusted me, dude. They were like, oh, man, we're going back up to the mountain. That means we're going to climb up the mountain. We're going to do some crazy longboarding. We're going to have some fun. Like, yeah, sign up, man. Uh. My wife was the one, actually, that gave me the idea. She's like, Anthony, I need you to go up there. <laughs> she's probably, she's always, she always has this great... Got like instincts. She tells me she needs to, like get your ass out of here. You need to go up there. I did it. The media didn't want to go up there because they knew they had a scale about eight thousand some odd feet. Perfect scenario for myself. Uh, I bet you you're coming back to a totally redecorated house. By the way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it only took me a day to destroy it. It was crazy. All the sweaty clothes and all the all the equipment and everything. My wife just shook her head. She's like, "Oh, she's back." All right. Now tell me about your opponent for Saturday night, the Motown phenom Kevin Lee. Motown Kevin Lee, he's a great opponent. He's a perfect dance partner. Dude talks a lot. You have to back it up on UFC 216. Uh, I don't see his hand raising victory. I see my. Well, now, do you feel like this is the fight that the public necessarily wants to see you in? I mean, you know, you've had some high-profile stuff with uh, Khabib before, and there's all the Conor stuff. And uh, do you feel like this is the fight people want for you? Absolutely. I think just the, the fans, they want to see me just compete, like myself and my family. It's, uh, it's been a long time coming, dude. I've had a 10-month fight, fight camp uh, dealing with Khabib. I've got the 200-some-odd pounds almost twice. I mean, really, it was... Not a fat kid, but I was lifting heavy, really enjoying life, being a father, husband, and just enjoying this whole process, dude, of just being a fighter. I think it's probably one of the most humbling moments in my life to go from UFC 209 to where I'm at right now. Nobody was quick to sign on the dotted line, and Kevin Lee's got the only amount of balls to be able to do that, and uh, his mouth is going to try to back it up on Saturday night. All right, now fighting for the interim lightweight champion. If you win this fight, do you feel like you are the division champion, or do you feel like um, you know, there has to be a fight with Connor somewhere down the line to unify the belt? Well, you said if. I'm saying when I win the fight. When you that's win the fight. A, sorry, sorry. Good, it's a certain. No, you're good. It's a certain confidence that I have because I'm keeping. I'm visualizing victory in my head from all the way from the walkout to the warm up to, to getting out there and listening to my music and listening. Seeing the crowd getting down with my, my rhythm and my, my tempo. I mean, once I get in my zone, it's over, man. Don't let me get in my zone. This kid already let me get in my zone by the time you know, we stepped your foot in Vegas. And the unfortunate events that happened here in Vegas you know, with the UFC donating the amount of money that they did and allowing us to be able to perform on this platform to try to inspire these people here in Vegas. The only thing we can say is stay strong, Vegas, and we're fighting for you. Now, I, I was actually going to ask about that. You've been in Vegas for big fights before with last weekend's event. Uh, is it a different vibe in the city this week? Uh, what's it like? 
Uh, it's been a crazy vibe from that night. It was probably one of the longest nights of my life and my family's night. Um, it was just, uh, oh, man, it, it, it was a tragedy. I don't like talking about it. Cause I don't, I'm not trying to get likes or retweets here. Um, it was crazy, man. Uh, I was sitting there in my Walmart after practice one time. My wife was just getting out of church, and they were uh, the church was right across the street from the festival the, the, where the tweeting took place. And it was the festival. They are going to take my kid over there to go play some games and do these things because... It was a family. They, uh, my wife and her, pa- her parents decided to go with a good instinct and go back to the hotel. Um, I'm back at the store. I hear the story from my wife and my brother-in-law saying, there's been multiple attackers and shootings, and your heart drops. Oh, jeez. Really, your heart drops. I'm walking around in the store, and everybody's acting like they're just going through their lives and not knowing what's going on. So it was, it was hard to see that and then try to get back to the hotel. Uh, everything was blockaded and hear all the news and then finally get to my family, give my wife a big hug and a kiss and then turn on the TV and you're seeing all this shit. You're reading all the numbers, you're seeing everybody. And even on the way up, we had our grocery bags and you know, at the front, it was like everybody was armed to the gills. They're, drop your bags. Okay, well, drop our bags. Oh, you can pick them up, it's just food. Okay, cool, you know, thank you. And you know, the only fans of butts, we walking in there and everybody, it was a ghost town. It was a ghost town. Everything was on lockdown. You had everybody looking at everybody kind of in a weird way, kind of like, are you the shooter? Are you? Are you? It was the most awkward, abnormal feeling that probably any human could have ever had. And uh, we watched the TV. We saw the numbers skyrocket. It was the most crazy thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was heartbreaking. It was, um, it was nuts, man. Like I said, it was a very long night. But see the, I, w- I went to sleep finally around like 4 something. I woke up. The first thing I see is everybody start to band together in Vegas. You know, the blood deposit, or the, the things, the nations out. You had people bringing food to the people standing in line. And you had just amount, amount of crazy. Yeah, it was just people giving back to the community and being able to be strong to just band together and come, overcome adversity. It was beautiful. Do you feel like it's your turn to give back on Saturday night by giving the people a good show? Absolutely. That's why I'm here. I'm, I've been doing my extra credit by running every night. Uh, Seeing the streets start to fill up again, start to see smiles on people's faces again, and it's inspirational, man, to see how how much tragedy can happen and people break through the animosity. That's why I said to myself this week, is like, uh, it's one love, man. Uh, everybody bleeds the same color, and I'm here not just fighting for myself. They say family and friends, man, and this, this whole entire town needs it, and we're here to fight strong, so it's fun. Wow, that is definitely an amazing story, Tony. All right, so Saturday night, prelims on FXX at 7 o'clock. Main card's at 9 on pay-per-view. What else on the card should people be keeping an eye on besides your fight? Petrus Johnson, the dude's about to break some mass records, man. This dude, he's earned his fight. He's earned his right to say what he has, and uh, he's going to bring the show, man. The full card is stacked, if you think about it, from Verdum the Black Beast to Derek Lewis, I mean, all the way down to the card. This, one, this isn't one to disappoint. I guarantee you the people need to set their DVRs and uh, make sure you guys watch this one. This going to be a great one. All right. We're looking forward to it, Tony. You got a prediction? Prediction? I'm going to have my hand raised in victory. And uh, what sounds better than 9? All right. What sounds better than 12 and, 12 and 1? 13 and 1. 13 and 1. I like it. Well, best of luck to you, and hopefully they shine the belt up real nice for you. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Appreciate uh- you.